This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, what's going on, man? Hey, John. It's like it's everything's going fine. In fact, you know, we we kind of enjoyed um Wandavision, didn't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure did. Yeah, it's like in much like a lot of like uh Marvel like um Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff that comes out through through Disney. It's like it's got um a lot of different like or like uh, or origins like for like like from the comics it's like it's you could say that it's got um it's like some of tom tom king's vision it's got some of um bendis it's like bendis's um house of m in there but i guess that there's like one series that people are talking about in terms of you know like uh like what series what series it um it was adapting you could probably say that it it kind of like drew a lot from from john burns um vision quest um storyline and the it's like and the issues that followed from from it as well then this is from from his run on like um west coast avengers or avengers west coast because like it changed its name like partway through his run and um well i guess like like i should probably talk a bit about um burn first because he is a guy that um well you know like in the uh yeah, close to uh, 13 years I've been doing this podcast. His is not a name that has come up a whole lot, even though he's like done some incredible contributions to superhero comics over like over the years. I mean, he is he along with Chris Claremont like helped give us the uh, Dark Phoenix saga, the Proteus Proteus saga, and um Days of Future Past, like in X, it's like in Uncanny X-Men. He had a legendary run for like five years on Fantastic fantastic four in the early 80s and then after that he left to do to reinvent superman for the modern era with man of steel and um the two superman titles that followed like as well though that period like for him like was kind of like a you know he can do no wrong like like burn was on fire it's like and you know he his name was just like you know enough to sell like so you know you were buying a, a quality superhero comic there and after that, though, well, you know, it's like it's not that he that his that his fire like like immediately went out, but um, he but also he did after that, you know, didn't quite you know rise to the same level of acclaim. He had runs on, it's like on this title, like event like Avengers, it's like Avengers West Coast, like he had, it's like he had some he came back to X Men for a bit after um like after Claremont left. It's like, um, and then he and he also helped um went went on to found um Legend um the creator and imprint at Dark Horse um with Frank Miller, it's like Frank Frank Miller, Mike Mignola, and Art Art Adams among like among others and gave us um like the next next men series, it's like, and uh well it's like, Burn um eventually like you know hit like hit a wall when he um gave us like Spider Man Chapter One. It's like a uh, series that was meant to reinvigorate um Spider, like um Spider Man, like like in the dark days of the Clone Saga, but it didn't. But um, but the character, but Burns' additions to the two Spideys um origin like weren't weren't really uh, like appreciated. It's like and well, you know, like nothing he did after that kind like kind of really clicked or had had seen a little claims. Like yeah, he did like New Gods for. Like for DC, it's like he even like went back went back to Super, Superman for a stint. He did. It's like he uh, even did. He even drew Spider Man for like the monthly titles for a while. It's like 
and also um did a did a return did like a stint on the hulk and nothing really uh like clicked sat sadly and also burn has subsequently revealed himself as a guy who's like who's ob who's really willing to fight fight fans and popular media in terms of like you know how how these characters are meant to be interpreted it's like because like he he believes like very strongly in like what the what original creators like jack kirby did on did on them and he will definitely fight like um fight people in public about in public on message boards about this and he let's say that he's also got some like uh interesting ideas about about homosexuality and transgender people so well it's like so burn is a guy who's like who's definitely done some like amazing stuff in the past but you know it's like who's much like frank miller like his like his worth worthiness kind of decreases on a what have you done for us lately um scale so but um the series that i'm talking about um his, his, his like like the 10 issues or so from his start start of his run on west coast avengers well this is basically a kind of forms the basis of um a, informs a lot of stuff that was done on like on one division so just like you remember when that scene when we show when we start to see what 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 vision looked like after he'd been um disassembled well it's like there's a big there's a big scene like that it's like there's a big scene like at the end of the end of his second issue it's like which was uh let me see real quick yes um number 43 which like definitely informed that like that particular shot oh and um wanda's kids it's like well it's like we get like we get some uh some look at like you know what they it's like what they were like and how they were like you know perceived to be not real it's like like over the course course of that series too it's like it's oh and also that whole white vision thing that is done directly from like from the climax of the uh four issue vision quest arc which kicked off um burns run and well it's like when like well i wasn't able to find um, any anything to support this it's like you know it's like burns um predilection for it's like you know trying to like get back get, get characters back to like you know what they were originally like 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 before other creators had like had um imposed their visions on them well that feels like it's kind of in place here in the sense that he's that um these issues specifically um like west coast avengers numbers 42 to 53 are all about disassembling um it's like wanda it's like um wanda maximoff and the visions um relationship it's like and just like kind of like disassembling like wanda's life like in particular to the point where he was setting things up to do a uh dark scarlet witch storyline before well personality conflicts um like eventually i like, saw him quit the title early so there you go but um, as far as these, um, like these twelve issues go, from forty-two to fifty-three, which you can read on Marvel Unlimited, and because hey, you know, it's like yes, I am basing this on the reading list that was proposed by, like, by the app, by the app. But um, and yes, you can get this in one, it's like in one arc, called, in one paperback volume called Vision Quest, but also includes a lot of like extraneous stuff, including the first couple issues by Steve Englehart, a couple. A couple annuals which don't add much to things and um well i was like i kind of just appreciate based on what i read here 
I really wasn't in the mood to read like a whole lot more like after this because the uh, first first issue basically starts with Wanda waking up and realizing that the vision isn't there, and it turns out that you know he's disappeared from the Avengers compound and that um some and that oh wait you know before they can discover what's happened Ultron has showed up and he's gonna fight the Avengers because you know it's something that happens it's like you know Ultron big A list like almost indestructible like Avengers foe shows up to fight them only it's not him it's just distraction to distract them from the fact that someone has like erased all the information they have like on the uh, like on the vision from the West Coast Avengers compound now it's worth noting that the West Coast Avengers aside from um Scarlet Witch like also consists of Hawkeye um the Wasp um Hank Pym Giant Man and um let's see Oh, and Wonder Man and Tigra. Um, Tigra, who, um, well, let's just say she's getting more um, feline throughout the this entire these entire issues to the point where like she can barely be barely recognized as human. So that's all that all that goes through here. And um, Wonder Man, well, oh god, we'll get back to him in a bit. Um, well, it's like when they finally when they realize that oh, someone's uh, stole stolen the. Uh, Someone's wiped the information about the vision from their, like, like from their hard drives. Well, then a um, mockingbird, um, Hawkeye's um, ex-wife, shows up to tell, let, let everyone know that oh, like, well, she might be responsible for this. That's the cliffhanger ending for the first issue, and then um, the uh, second issue, like, is it consists of like mockingbird explaining everything, and even one of the characters calling out her, calling her out on the fact that you know, why did you show up at the end of the first issue? It's like you know, explain like like acting like a villain right there it's like yeah you know, I, I and she her response is kind of like you know i was just kind of like confused after all like the uh, like uh, things i've been through because apparently she was kidnapped by she was initially recruited by um shield to uh, find a way to uh deal with the vision should he ever um try and take over all the world's computers which is what we're told he did like several issues prior and um well it turns out that um she was she was lied to and that like she was not recruited by Shield, she was recruited by a multi multinational intelligence operation, basically um, that was like Canadian, Australian, British, like Russian, to uh, basically find a way to um, wipe the vision. It's like and uh, like deal with it's like and I'm like basically like get rid of any information that he may have uh, he may have come up with during um, his time as when he tried to like assimilate all the world's data and all. So what happens after that? Well, they get the vision back, but he's just kind of a blank slate. And well, like one um, like Terminator-esque um, fight with a, with a resurrected vision later. It's like, well, he's since he's now, um, he, he's now he's been restored to his former self only in a sense that, well, it's like, Hank Pym put every part back where he where it was supposed to go, and um, then and then it's like well, it's like turns out that even though he was able to restore all the data, the vision had, he wasn't able to store the the uh, visions like like uh, connection to it. So even though he knows he's like the wife of the Scarlet Wish, he actually doesn't have any emotional connection to it because he's missing the um, one of the key points components of his creation which um is the um brain patterns from wonder man 
And Wonder Man doesn't want to give these up because, you know, he can't confess this to to the Scarlet Witch. He's kind of fallen in love with her. It's like, and he realizes that, you know, if he gives gives her, gives these brain patterns back to the vision, it's like, well, that's kind of more competition for what he wants. If you think that sounds like kind of a dick move, yeah, you're right. It definitely doesn't help any guy named Wonder Man, which, oh God, you know, I know that there are some characters like you know between DC and Marvel that share names, like you know Captain Marvel being like the biggest thing in them. But you know, Wonder Man, it's you just can't hear that name and think, oh yeah, you're like the the male version of like Wonder Woman, which no, he's not. He's significantly different. Um, but you know, it's like you just can't really take that seriously. And you know, any attempt to like you know try to I guess, you know, try to portray him as like having like, like the depth like this. Like it just, it's just gonna misfire. It's just like you make him seem unlikable when you already think he's kind of a joke because <laughs> his name's Wonder Man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so basically, anything that you know, poor Simon Williams, which is Wonder Man's real name, like goes through here, just feels like really ridiculous and silly. And to be honest, that's true of a lot of stuff like in this like in this run it's like it just feels like the uh it feels like kind of the like the boilerplate um silliness that you if you were trying to like create a parody of superhero comics this is what you'd see like characters like blatantly stating their emotion like like um their their emotions it's like talk like talking about like re- like i'm fully recapping things it's like talk like uh, like i'm lamp like lampshading certain plot twists it really kind of feels like the uh like you know even though i can understand like say garth ennis hates superheroes a lot of the um shit that he was um lampooning um super superheroes for in in the course of the boys well you can kind of see what he was getting at um here with um it's like it's like with these with these issues it's like they're just like very straightforward it's like un like unironic like superhero drama like from the late 80s and you know it's like maybe i can understand like some of this probably hit a lot harder um like in like in that era reading things today it's just kind of like yeah no especially when um, we start to getting get things like that which endures which is a uh which is meant to be a um like a million year old life form that is like the guided that has been guiding evolution like since the dawn since the dawn of time it's like and sees um humans as a dead end and uh, wants to use um homo superior mutants as a uh it's like as its next next leg to the uh like to the future and well it's like their um it's like like um their avatars basically scar- see the scarlet witch like as a uh, as a means to do that and yeah it's like it's so we get it's like so like yeah it's like if it wasn't if that was enough well it's like if i'm losing her husband wasn't enough well um which has to serve as a, a vehicle for a uh million year old like um like a um, bacterial conspiracy to, like, to, to assert humanity oh and um if that wasn't enough well it turns out that her boys um tommy and billy um that she had with the vision well it turns out that they weren't real after all in fact they're actually um vehicle um vehicles for the uh souls for the soul 
for the soul of Mephisto that a master pandemonium was trying to track down under the impression that um, he thought they were parts of his soul that um, Mephisto had, had stolen as well. Oh, and it turns out in order to, uh, like in order to really um, like freak, freak the Scarlet Witch out, he turns her sons into parts of his arms because that's kind of pandemonium's whole deal. He's got demon arms. It's like, and they make, it's like, and they, and they kind of assume demon forms, which like, you know, her, like she uses her sons to do. And to be honest, I think that on the best use of pandemonium's demon arms was in Jason Aaron's um, Ghost Riders um, Heavens on Fire when we um, meet um, a, like a broken down pandemonium who's trying to um, eat breakfast, but um, it turns out his his demon arms are just like, you no know, calling him like, yo, you're, you suck. You're so lame. And I think that, yeah, it's like, that's, it's hard to take someone who's got like, human like human babies as arms or just like any kind of like sentient things as arms like like seriously and that's that's really kind of true here even though it's like well hey it's like it kind of we do get a bit where um like mephisto kind of like um dips his toes into the uh into the plot main storyline here which you know if you've been reading my like reading the blog you know said hey Mephisto is kind of like set, being set up by Jason Aaron to be the main big bad of Avengers runs. Well, the reason I kind of I, I appreciated that so much is because like usually when Mephisto crosses path of the Avengers, it's it's like this. It's like you know he's just you know just like doing something off to the side that kind of intersects with their their plan, but you know then they're eventually able to deal with him like within an issue or two, like and it, as it's done here, and um. If you're thinking, if you're also thinking that, hey, wait a second, weren't um like, weren't uh the Vision Wanda and the Vision's kids like eventually revealed to be, um like uh, um Wiccan and um it's like in Speed and the Young Avengers weren't they um Billy and Tommy in WandaVision? Well, yeah, they were, but reading up on this, like, oh my God, it's like the level of retconning that writer Alan Heinberg like had to do it's like over the course of his new Avengers run, sorry, his initial young Avengers run. And then the uh, children's crusade, it's kind of like, wow. It's like, yo, I am glad I didn't follow that all the way through. Cause man, these hoops that he was having to jump through, I are insane. It's like, it's like, we're like, we're talking like, um, souls being like sent back into kids before they were born. I mean that 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 level of rec of reconning um stuff. And um, yeah, it's like that. This is kind of like the stuff you can expect to see like over the course of these uh like these ten issues from forty like from forty forty two to fifty three. It's like in West Coast Avengers. Oh, and it's also worth mentioning that at one point the Avenger the West Coast Avengers are forced to take on a new member. By their um team, by their handler in um, it's like in Washington because you know the Avengers operate with the uh, permission of the like of the U.S. government at this time, and well, turns out that the person they've been assigned to um it's assigned as their leader it's someone who's actually making this big his Marvel U his, his MCU debut as we speak. Uh, it'll be John Walker, the U.S. agent, because well, spoiler warning if you if you're watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, well. It's like um John Walker. Well, he's in the state Captain America forever. It's like he eventually becomes um U.S. agent, who's basically like you know it's like Captain America, 
only a little more crazy, a lot more fascist. That's kind of, let's just see what he's like shown to be here. And even though like there's some points when he does kind of like help, help everyone to do the right thing, he's so many friends as being like, it's like, a, like kind of a grade A dick. It's like, as far as, as far as these things go, it's, you know, it's like seeing this, seeing the series, just like seeing him in this series, just kind of like, I guess a happy coincidence as far as, like, as far as these things go, the fact that he's you now showing up, he's making his Marvel Universe debut here. But um, overall, it's like um, the like the whole Vision Quest storyline and the and its subsequent issues. It's like like on the reading list, like you know, for basically the whole forty-two to fifty-three. You know, it's like it's silly. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I've read enough of this. Enough of these, these kinds of comics to like acknowledge to recognize, you know, like, oh, hey, you know, this is kind of like these, this is what this was the style of the time. This is like what comics pumpkins were like in the uh, late, it's like in the late 80s coming into the 90s. And, you know, it's like I'm glad they got better. It's like, you know, it's like at some point, I do feel I need to like sit down and read through um, Burns run on Fantastic Four because it's held up as. Like as like one of the all time definitive runs like on on the title, but um like his work on like Avengers West Coast, well it's like not terrible, but um really only of interest like if you're if you're like you're desperately into like reading the stories and inspired that directly inspired um like like all these Marvel all these Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe productions. As it is, it's like, you know, you can probably do better better things with your time. It's like reading this, you know, it's like I don't know, it's like like I said, it's like it felt like like it parts of it like felt deeply silly, like deeply soap op- operatic in a way that you know didn't didn't endear themselves to me. It kind of felt like, you know, this is the kind of stuff that I, uh, you know, a young Garth Ennis would read and think that, oh man, you know, I'm gonna go back to reading my um my war comics, like about this guy in Vietnam who um who stole a plane off a U.S. aircraft carrier? It's like an escape, like an escape all these dumb Americans to find his son. So, yeah, there's varying levels of dumbness here, but overall, it's like, I don't know. It's like I think that um, Wandavision um did a better job of like incorporating like the stuff that was done here, like in like for its more modern sensibilities. Will we be saying the same things about it um, ten or twenty years from now? Eh, who knows. Probably not, but well, at least I can give one one division credit for for really successfully assimilating these like like these these plot bits and making them relevant, like at least in our present day, succeeding as opposed to like failing into make making them relevant. So there you go, um, John. It's like assuming you haven't fallen asleep yet. Um, any thoughts on your end about all this? Oh. You woke me up, man. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> I know you haven't had your nap. I know you're cranky. No, no. Um, well, um, yeah, that's one of those things like, you know, yesterday's comics inspired tomorrow's story writers. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's clearly a borrowed concept for the One Division TV series. So, um, uh, you know, um, and 
you know, yeah, um, a product of its time is, is a phrase I use a lot um, when you're talking about like some of the older material. So I would say that that probably falls right into that category. Um, you know, um, uh, uh, comics have gone from, you know, um, almost like two dimensional to four dimensional, you know, <laughs> in a lot of ways, you know, as they've progressed through the years. So that's my that's my two cents on it, at least. OK, so it's like eh. it's like I don't know. It's like I, I like I said, it's. I mean, if you've got like, like Marvel Unlimited, like I do, then I, it's like you know, it's like it's worth reading for free. Do I think you should like check out the like, the uh, Epic Collection um that collects these, this the storyline? Nah. All right. Well, there you go. Do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Well, I will either be talking about um DC's um like latest um universe melting extravaganza, or. Um, there may be a certain Jim Henson movie that I need to watch in order to um, give some proper context for this um, three-volume series that I picked up when Amazon was doing a buy-two-get-one-free sale. See what I did there? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right. We'll catch you next time on Comet Picks by the Click. All right. Laters. <laughs>